This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Friday, December 24th. President Joe Biden's administration rejected Governor Brian Kemp's plan to provide Medicaid coverage to thousands of low-income and uninsured adults in Georgia who meet a work requirement, gutting the centerpiece of the Republicans' health care policy on the cusp of an election year. Federal health officials said Thursday that the state cannot impose work requirements on Georgians receiving Medicaid benefits because the coronavirus pandemic will significantly compromise the program's effectiveness. The plan had been in limbo after the White House pulled back approval of the proposal in February. Georgia Democrats have criticized the plan as a half-measure that would leave hundreds of thousands without coverage. And Democrat Stacey Abrams has put Medicaid expansion at the center of her 2022 rematch attempt against Kemp. Kemp's office blasted the decision to nix the work requirement and vowed to fight the decision in court. In other news, Atlanta police are investigating after a 46-year-old woman was found dead under an interstate bridge in the city's downtown. The victim was discovered about 9 a.m. Thursday near the entrance to I-20 East at Pryor Street. Police are investigating the fatal discovery as a possible homicide. Atlanta is on the cusp of surpassing last year's historically high homicide count, a year in which the city saw a 58% surge in its tally of homicides and recorded more violent deaths than Atlanta has seen in decades. If Thursday's incident proves to be a homicide, according to APD statistics, it will mark the 156th investigated so far this year. Authorities investigated 157 homicide cases in 2020, the most since 1996. Meanwhile, Metro Atlanta added 26,900 jobs last month, nearly twice as many as in an average pre-pandemic November, and the unemployment rate hit a new all-time low. Hiring was strong across a range of sectors, but particularly in jobs related to holiday purchases, storage, and delivery of goods. Leading the way were jobs in warehousing, logistics, and retail, as the unemployment rate fell from 2.4% in October to 2.2%. Only people actively looking for work are counted as unemployed, so sometimes the rate falls when discouraged workers give up the search and leave the workforce. But in November, the labor force grew by 14,469. The region's labor force is still 11,000 short of its level in early 2020, but has added 83,505 people since January. And according to Mark Butler, the state's labor commissioner, that expansion is what's needed for full recovery. And the Atlanta Beltline has surpassed the $300 million funding mark for trail construction, declaring it is on track to complete the 22-mile loop by 2030. Beltline CEO Clyde Higgs told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that a new $80 million donation from the Robert W. Woodruff Foundation, in addition to local tax funding and federal grants, allows the agency to remain on schedule. So far, roughly 8 miles of the 22-mile path have been paved, but that number is expected to increase as the Beltline puts a greater focus on project execution in 2022. A recently announced $16.4 million grant from the U.S. Department of Transportation will be used to construct about 2 miles of the Southside Trail, which is set to begin construction next year. Spoken Layer